episode 152, Doubt Has Killed More Dreams Than Failure Ever Will. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. What's up, Pussycats? Welcome to uh, Totally New Tuesday <laughs> on the very best podcast in the world, your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and motherfucking happiness. Be happy already, because uh, it's, you know, there's no reason not to, really. Anywho, um, yesterday, uh, in addition, uh, the leadership thing that I said, I got inquiries, uh, about, you know, is that the only thing? No, <laughs> no, it's not. It was just one example, pars pro toto, that was, uh, that I've came to my mind when I read this interesting quote, I think it was, uh, by Zig Ziglar, um, a very good motivational leadership. I don't know if you, I don't know if I would necessarily say leadership, but at least he's got a lot of very good motivational um, um, content. There we go. Uh, and I think uh, his son is stepping in, is getting, going into his footsteps, is stepping into his footsteps. And there we go. <laughs> and uh, he's doing a pretty decent job as well. So, anywho, uh, check them out. Um, no, it's by far not the only requirement for leadership. There are many different characteristics and details. I think we even went over some more of them in a previous episode. I forgot the number, but look it up. There is a, a search bar in your favorite podcast majigger service. Uh, check that out and uh, see um, about that for yourself because I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, um, today we're going to talk about dreams and how to kill them. Uh, <laughs> and the best way to do that is by being doubtful. Um, now, uh, there was an interesting quote I came across really a long time ago, but it kind of stuck. Uh, and it was along the lines of, if your dreams are not scary enough, they're not big enough. And uh, I think, you know, having grown up in the United States for parts of my life, uh, in my teenage years, very formative years, <laughs> you get kind of like a cultural imprint upon you. Uh, you know, no, I'm not talking about going there on vacation and seeing how nice everything, I'm, you know, interacting with people day by day uh, and only going home for vacation, something along those lines. So you get like a cultural imprint. And one of the things that kind of always struck me when I came back and I've repeatedly mentioned it on the podcast is this mentality of go big or go home. Right. And, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of like that. It's going to get you a lot of slaps on cheek, uh, in different cultures. Um, because it's, <laughs> it's very difficult to convey a different culture to someone that hasn't been exposed to it. Right. And this was not really pre-internet. It was kind of like in the starting days of the internet that we kind of came back to uh, return to uh, to Europe. Um, 
where I was born and raised, except for those uh, formative years that I just mentioned. And uh, I went to my friends who had become totally different people. I mean, like entirely, right? Uh, not that they had, you know, changed, but it was like, wow, <laughs> you know, uh, how, how have you not grown in this time? Uh, you know, how are you still the same? And I don't mean this in a condescending way. You know, it was like, it was difficult for me to grasp, to explain to them cultural things that I can't think really of a, of one example. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was like trying to convey that to them, um, was insanely, insanely, insanely difficult. So, uh, Anyhow, um, you know, years progressed, years went on, and I started, you know, continued on my school roller coaster ride. Uh, you know, some the formative years, and uh, I was a pretty clever cookie and did get one or the other certificate certifying that. Uh, and anyhow, the school wasn't really interesting because you know there were drugs and alcohol and girls and all kinds of interesting other shit that was way more interesting than going into a school system where if you had the solution but the way of getting there wasn't the way you were taught you were wrong <laughs> and i was like no <laughs> you know this is this is pretty fucking io right uh here's the problem i got a solution I, you know, if I, if it had been the other way around, you know, it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, I got, no, um, solving a math problem, uh, in, I think a lot of European school systems, I think it's not only Germany, but it's like, you know, if the way of getting to the solution is wrong, the solution is wrong. And you're like, wait, wait. <laughs> I couldn't compute that. So anyway, I gave up on schooling and schooling in return gave up on me. And this, you know, interesting roller coaster ride started to happen and I was bored and it, school couldn't really convey to me what I needed in life. And, uh, uh anywho, um, I then, you know, started to, uh, contemplate what I was going to do, you know, because, um, smoking several grams of weed per day and, you know, drinking heavily and, uh, you know, <laughs> being, being promiscuative, uh, wasn't really, uh, weren't really career ladders. You know, I spent pretty much all day on the computer doing mischievous shit. And, um, uh, anywho, you know, this interesting kind of lifestyle developed, which I needed to get out of. I understood that because, uh, you know, earning money was kind of like a thing. So anywho, went into the financial sector, got my degree there, um, was bestowed upon uh, a large amount of responsibility by managing assets of other people amongst other things. And, you know, with this responsibility came kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm not really making enough money here. What are my prospects? You know, I had a girlfriend at the time and she wanted the, the, uh, you know, uh, um, tree house, kid family thing. I was anything, uh, but ready for that. So, uh, we kind of went different directions and, um, then I started to really think about, okay, what are you going to do now that you have, uh, 
you know, hardly any responsibilities left. Well, except for, you know, the other ones, <laughs> not like the really important ones, like family and stuff. No, the, you know, the less important ones. And then uh, I started to go like, okay, um, you're going to go international. That's the advent of the social networks that kind of came about and, uh, you know, interesting shit started to happen there. All of a sudden, you know, you could do international business like at a, the touch of a button. And I started my first company and very much to the dismay of my surroundings. They were like, yeah, but think of all of the shit that could possibly go wrong. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did. Thank you very much. But I have really not a lot to lose, you know, but money. Um, and, you know, what the fuck should I be worried about? Right. So I started my first company uh, way ahead of its time uh, in regards to web design. It was you know, a lot about resizing, anyhow, very technical. Um, and it was a very difficult pitch, you know, to sell to people. Uh, and, you know, I had received hours and hours and hours uh, in sales training. So I was a pretty good salesperson. Um, and was very, very, very interested as a result of the sales trainings and you know, things like NLP and hypnosis and the human mind and how it works and functions and how people kind of fuck up and why they do and, you know, that kind of ordeal and, you know, why people are limited by their thoughts. And it was actually, I'd kind of turned this bad karma around right? So it wasn't about the failure anymore. It was about the doubts of the others and they would fucking fuel me, right? Somebody came up, you know, one of my best friends came up and said, yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, you, it's gotta be Amazon and, you know, all of the prestigious clients that I had. And uh, it, it was like, well, why can't you do something local? And I'm like, well, I do, but they're not fucking ready for it. You know, and that's kind of like the thing which kind of where I turned the negative karma into positive energy. You know, I was like, and it wasn't that they weren't, you know, that they, uh, that they didn't want me to be successful. It was just that they couldn't contemplate that you could, you know, as a boy from buttfuck Germany. Well, you know, meanwhile, <laughs> I was growing a beard. <laughs> so, <laughs> kudos to me. Uh, but um, it was very difficult for them to comprehend that it, someone from, you know, little town buttfuck germany could all of a sudden play with the big guys and have and have matured ideas that could bring fortune 500 organizations forward right so um had i given in to the doubt uh, all of my dreams right all of my dreams of uh, financial independence of um selling my ideas because the ideas that the others were having and executing were kind of shitty to be very diplomatic and they were pretty much clusterfucks um and you know all of them and moving the world forward with my ideas moving the internet forward you know the 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 gear box of the world at the time and even today more so um, that was my vision. That was my dream. I couldn't really put it into, you know, I, I want to help you achieve this. It was developing strategies to make the, the, the internet a better and safer fucking place for all humankind to be closer together, um, to, you know, make use of the global village character that it was once called 
And uh, I think the input that I gave um, touched pretty much every internet user. Uh, you know, some of the stuff that I worked with, uh, worked on with these organizations that I worked with. Um, so even you have probably come across, you know, one of the ideas that I kind of thought of and then eventually published and executed. So those were my humble dreams. And um, yes, I could have failed on them. And I was very, very close multiple times. Um, especially when I started my first company, there was, there were times when there was no fucking food in the fridge and I had no fucking idea where to get food from. And, um, that's very important to understand, but from failure, you can recover. If you start to eat the doubt that other people feed you, then you're definitely, definitely going to fail because you're going to approach your dreams with a negative mindset, which will eventually intoxicate you and your thoughts and your beliefs. And that will be a guarantee for failure. So I think I forgot the housekeeping at the beginning. I wanted to bug you <laughs> every single episode. So um, anyone that's got dreams and is running into people that are doubtful, right? Um, go fuck them and share this episode with them, right? Um, there's a, it's, I had a very, this is a very interesting, probably closing remark. Um, I had a discussion with my father, uh, many years ago when I started my web design firm, this must be, I don't know, um, early to very early two thousands. And, uh, he was like, yeah, but you know, everybody's trying and how do you differentiate? And I said, you know, or how are you going to succeed? That was his. Um, that was his uh, core question. And I was like, well, you know, the Wright brothers did so as well, <laughs> you know, and they changed the fucking world. So why shouldn't I be able to? So anyway, long story short, uh, don't let doubt get in the way of your dreams because then they will fail, but always follow and pursue your dreams regardless of what others are saying. You know, um, master level is when you actually turn these doubts into fuel for your dreams or your pursuit of them in that motherfucking sense i hope that you have a successful rest of your tuesday um and uh if it's just beginning have a very successful tuesday and if you're uh east of me you're probably going to be closing your tuesday or something so you know have a good night leave your hands above the blanket i am going to be speaking to you again tomorrow on wednesday when we're going to talk about 10 ways to go broke on hump day. <laughs> so in that sense, peace out. Uh, have a good day. Uh, be safe and we'll be in touch tomorrow.